Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. New Japan goes to war with WWE. The XFL ratings are in. And Energy Plus gives me the edge. For Monday, February the 10th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. New Japan Pro Wrestling was born from belief. A belief that strength will help you endure the world. That passion will help you conquer it. Bullet Club. Chaos. Los Ingobernables de Japón. Suzuki-gun. The king of sports has reignited a fundamental belief in professional wrestling everywhere. After a statement was made at the monumental G1 Supercard, a question lingered. Do you believe an empire could become a dynasty? This summer, New Japan makes its heavily anticipated return to the mecca of pro wrestling. Madison Square Garden. The fighting spirit of the Tokyo Dome storms the Big Apple, New York City. The strong will rule. So that was the announcement during the new beginning in Osaka that New Japan Pro Wrestling will be returning to Madison Square Garden. There was some speculation on this going into this weekend's New Japan show. Now it is all being confirmed. They will be back at Madison Square Garden on Saturday, August the 22nd for Wrestle Dynasty. Now, this is slap bang in the middle of SummerSlam weekend for WWE. In fact, it's on the night of NXT TakeOver Boston. So, I mean... You talk, you're talking about shots fired. This is WWE's spiritual home of Madison Square Garden, and it is happening during one of the big weekends for WWE as well. And with TakeOver in Boston, only about 200 miles away from New York City, which isn't a massive amount in the grand scheme of things. It's quite the bold statement from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, of course, last time they were in the garden, it was alongside ROH for G1 Supercard uh, during the WrestleMania weekend last year. It was a big show with lots of big happenings from it. Uh, this feels like the beginning of a regular occurrence of New Japan turning up at Madison Square Garden. 
Uh, I feel like this won't be the last time they do a Wrestle Dynasty in MSG. What with, of course, their plans uh, to expand into America. If they can get some some real footholding in of Madison Square Garden, there's going to be uh, some real, real strong words towards New Japan at WWE headquarters. We'll keep an eye on this one. I think they're already looking to announce a few matches for this, which is very soon on, considering like that's in August and we're now in February. Uh, but we'll keep tabs on this one. I think we're going to see WWE ramp up some competition with New Japan. There was some talk last week that Triple H is keen to sign Okada away. Whether Okada would go to WWE from New Japan uh, is yet to be seen. I mean, I would imagine that Okada is pretty much settled at New Japan, but he We've always been surprised who's been lured away by WWE, haven't we? So we will see on that one. This is going to be a massive year for New Japan uh, across the West in a, with establishing a dojo in America. They've also announced, away from this, that they are setting up a New Japan dojo in New Zealand, which is another sign of this attempt at world domination for New Japan Pro Wrestling, which could very well become a thing. Uh, when we know more about this, we will let you know. So away from wrestling, and don't worry, we're not going to talk about the XFL every single week at Cultaholic because it's football it's not wrestling but I think it's nice just to uh, signpost the beginning of Vince McMahon's Alpha Entertainment project started strong for them as the XFL debut match featuring the Seattle Dragons versus the DC Defenders was averaging about 3.3 million viewers on ABC Saturday which and it peaked at 4 million for the closing quarter of the game uh, some comparisons on this that means that the XFL scored a higher rating than the debut week of the AAF in 2019 and scored higher ratings than NXT, Raw and SmackDown for the WWE. Uh, overall, the, the feedback from Saturday's show has been really high. I feel like from watching it and from reading reports on it as well, Vince McMahon has learned a lot from the first time round in 2000. I think he's not one to admit that he was wrong on things, is Vince McMahon, but there's certainly lessons that have been learned. Uh, a lot of the broadcast on Saturday was praised for some of the unique innovations like uh, live coverage of the replay officials' review of controversial calls and also live mics, which showed coaches calling plays to the key players, getting us a little bit inside of the action. Uh, within the football world as well. Little touches like that, I think, will go a long way. I don't think it's about getting cameras in the cheerleaders' dressing room as it was back in 2000 and 2001. I think this is more about let's get what the fans want to hear and want to see on TV. Those conversations between the coachmen, those conversations between the officials. And it's and you know what? If you're a football fan as well, to have a football uh, season running at the end of the Super Bowl, maybe you're, you're keen to scratch that itch. XFL will play very well. Now, it's worth remembering that when the XFL launched first time round, the ill-fated debut launch, which is now being referred to as the XFL's crazy uncle, which, which is a favourite term of mine, um, the ratings were really high and the turnout was really strong. And once it became a weekly occurrence, it just fell off a cliff. 
Uh, so this whether or not they maintain this strong audience is yet to be seen. I guess we'll find out as we go forward. I never stopped. I kept training. I knew the goal, the dream was right there in front of me. And I'm not going to stop. This is just the beginning. 12 years ago it started. And 12 years from now I'll still be going. And I guarantee you this, Las Vegas, the pro retires Brock Lesnar. That was Matt Riddle at NXT Las Vegas just after the main event on Saturday night. Uh, he talked on the mic before that about his time in UFC, talking about uh, being sacked by Dana White from the Ultimate Fighting Championship. He talked about how people backstage aren't a fan of his. And, of course, he went on to, as you heard just then, promise to retire Brock Lesnar. Now, here's the interesting thing. We've heard like Brock Lesnar's taken... Matt Riddle to one side and said, stop calling me out. We'll never work together. We've had Vince McMahon, who has taken Matt Riddle to one side and said, stay in your lane, sort of know where you know your role, basically, in WWE. And we've had NXT guys be told to stop calling out main roster stars in a I'm looking at you, Matt Riddle type way. But here's the interesting thing. This comes from Dave Meltzer from the Wrestling Observer. He says, from what I'm told, NXT has given him permission to follow up on the Lesnar stuff. So despite the fact that Brock Lesnar was seemingly unhappy with Matt Riddle calling him out, it seems like the WWE have kind of realized there is some fun to be had here and there's some money to potentially be made here. So they're actively, according to Dave Meltzer, encouraging this to continue. Whether or not this will lead to a Brock Lesnar match is yet to be seen because all we've heard from the Brock Lesnar side is that he never wants to work with Matt Riddle. But we, we live in an era now where we all get worked a little bit, don't we? So at this point, we don't know. I'm still intrigued by the idea of a Brock Lesnar-Matt Riddle match. I still think there's something in that. Whether or not it happens, I don't know. But the fact that WWE are keen to continue to push the idea says quite a bit, doesn't it? On AEW Dynamite, as MJF finished lashing Cody, he charged into the crowd and got jumped by somebody in the crowd. Now, a lot of people have been asking, was this real? Was this a work? Was that entire thing made up? The answer to that question is yes and no. So the attacker's identity has been revealed by Brian Alvarez on Wrestling Observer Radio, and it was Frankie Kazarian, who is a member of SCU uh, on the roster for AEW. However, Brian Alvarez added that it wasn't a planned spot. Uh, Frankie Kazarian used his own initiative, initiative to chase MJF through the crowd, and obviously when he got to him, just jumped for him and got beaten down. But obviously nobody knew that that was going to be a thing that happened. That was very much Frankie Kazarian thinking off the cuff. But the camera crew didn't know about this, so all we really saw was suddenly somebody lunging at MJF and then they cut away thinking, oh, that might have been an actual fan attack. Let's not let's not show that. The whole thing was left a lot of speculation, but it turns out, according to Alvarez, that that was Frankie Kazarian thinking on the fly. And I think that really added to it. The mystery around Samoa Joe continues. Uh, there was talk of Samoa Joe uh, getting a concussion from just last week on Raw. There was also some speculation that turned out to be false of Samoa Joe 
failing the wellness policy. Uh, Samoa Joe, we can confirm, returned to in-ring action in Oakland this past Saturday night. And according to Observer, he has returned from a concussion. So whether or not there was, I think it may have been a case that on that episode of Raw, he very much got his bell rung. May not have been a, a full-blown concussion, but the fact that they can't throw caution to the wind it's better to be safe than sorry they thought let's pull him from the match let's make sure he's okay a couple of weeks down the road and he seems fine and he's back in the ring is Samoa Joe one guy who's not back in the ring yet is Andrade uh, currently serving a suspension after failing the wellness policy we heard from Hugo Savanovich Savinovich rather uh, that possibly what happened is that Andrade didn't report to a drug test. And consequently, that was why he failed it. Not because he was hiding anything, but because he may have been away and didn't want to return from a vacation in December to take a wellness test. So as a result, he failed the wellness policy and is suspended. Uh, Andrade spoke on Twitter for the first time since his suspension. He tweeted, I was 13 years old with many dreams when I started in this business. My family told me nothing is easy with some barriers being bigger than others. My life goes on for much more. He also posted a picture of himself in a wrestling mask, age 13. So Andrade very much ready to come back and hit the ground running once his suspension comes to an end. Andrade won't be on Raw tonight, but Becky Lynch will be. She is defending uh, the women's title against Asuka in a rematch from the Royal Rumble. Also, as well as that match, we have an eight-man tag with Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe and the Viking Raiders versus AOP and Murphy and Seth Rollins. So there's a big night of wrestling there. I'm, I'm for one, excited for Becky versus Asuka 3. This is technically the rubber match. If you count their one at the Rumble last year and the one at the Rumble this year, uh, this is and, and and we're at that point as well now where we're on the road to WrestleMania. We kind of know where we're going with stuff, but they like to maybe play silly buggers, maybe make you think they're going in different directions. Who knows where this match could go tonight? I'm looking forward to it. We have some Impact Wrestling-based spoilers coming up now. These are from the tapings that took place in Las Vegas. Now, if you don't want to know what happened on Impact Wrestling, I would advise you to skip ahead about two minutes starting from now. So we have our main event for the next Impact Wrestling pay-per-view. It's going to be Tessa Blanchard defending her Impact Championship against Eddie Kingston and Michael Elgin in a three-way dance in New York City on the 19th of April. This should be a hell of a match. Great to see Eddie Kingston back in the fold for Impact Wrestling. He returns at the tapings in Las Vegas and we start to build towards something quite fantastic in the first couple of weeks. Uh, Blanchard despite all the controversy, has really put a lot of eyes on Impact Wrestling for, for mainly, mainly good reasons. You know, the first uh, female to hold a major women's, a major men's championship outside of obviously Lucha Underground that time. Uh, so this is a, a, a big time for Blanchard and quite an intriguing match. Blanchard, Kingston and Elgin. I'm intrigued. Also, Joey Ryan debuted a new gimmick and a new stable on the Impact tapings in Las Vegas. Uh, Joseph P. Ryan is his name now. Uh, he came out dressed in long slacks and a nice nice shirt, uh, promising that we will never see the D-flip again. He talks about uh, how 
uh, his style of wrestling uh, has been cancelled. He brings out his new sidekicks, his new teammates, rather, Katie Forbes and Rob Van Dam. Forbes is wearing a long coat. She's refusing to show her body. Both of them talk about being cancelled recently. Of course, there was that whole kickoff uh, on the Twitch stream around the, the segment featuring Rob Van Dam and Katie Forbes. Together, these three are a team called Cancel Culture. And they will be sorting out the rights in Impact Wrestling. They'll be, they'll be getting rid of all the sleaze. It's very right to censor. I really like it. Rey Mysterio spoke to BT Sport about his son Dominic and his future within WWE. Mysterio said, At one point, I do remember saying, my outfits are going to be intact, I'm going to store them, and eventually if my son wants to wrestle, they're going to be here waiting for him. I never thought he'd come out six foot two and 215 pounds. Yeah, I don't think they'll fit. Uh, Mysterio goes on to say, he's got an idea of his own, and he didn't ask to be a part of this world until he was 19. He grew up around it. We did several storylines with him and Eddie, of course, and I think that always stayed with him. Once he figured out what he wanted to do, he asked, Dad, can you train me? I want to see if I can make it in this business. I never forced it upon him. I never pressured him. It was something that came natural and organic. I think that's why he's a different type of breed. But he has something special to give. I feel it. As a father, I have that instinct that he's going to be something special. Mysterio talks a little bit more about his son's training. He says, I'm probably the hardest on my son because I told him I'll be the first one to let you know if you're not ready. And we're not going to push this. We're not going to force this. We're not going to rush this. Everything has to come in time. He has surprised me, says Mysterio, very much from day one. Up until now, he keeps surprising me. He keeps doing things I've never done in the ring. And when I see his height and his weight, I'm thinking, oh, my God, there's something special here. If, after I hang up the mask, I probably wouldn't mind being around and helping out my son and the future. ROH had their free enterprise show this past weekend. This very much felt like a bit of a hard reset for Ring of Honor, who have had uh, a few PR disasters over the last few months. Uh, this was a free wrestling show to attend. Tickets were free. Come along and sample Ring of Honor. The one thing that came from it was it was a long show. It's about four hours long, but it got to showcase some new faces in Ring of Honor. It was the debut of Session Moth Martina. Uh, we got to see more work from Joe Hendry and Dalton Castle as a tag team to be contested with in Ring of Honor. They had a battle royal as well that featured uh, some surprise entrants from the Blue Meanie and Gangrel which was wonderful for the live crowd to see. And in the main event, we saw Marty Skrull and PCO, the reigning Ring of Honor champion, defeat Nick Aldis, the NWA champion, and Roosh. Uh, at the end of that match, Marty Skrull gets on the mic and says, hey, Nick, you know that match you challenged me to at the Crockett Cup for the NWA championship and all the terms you put in place? I accept them all. Uh, Marty Skrull then goes on to announce that at Supercard of Honor in April for Ring of Honor, it'll be Nick Aldis uh, facing Ring of Honor champion PCO. Now, if Nick Aldis is still the Ring of Honor champion by the time they get to Supercard of Honor, potentially this could be a title versus title affair. Potentially could be, but we will see where that goes. NWA benefited a lot from Ring of Honor's free enterprise. It got a lot of free publicity, and one of the last angles of the night was promoting NWA's Crockett Cup. 
Not bad at all. That is free enterprise, isn't it? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And finally, a little something that we found on Reddit. Did you know that JBL, the businessman himself, spent some time pushing an energy drink? Take a listen. Hi, I'm John Layfield, former WWE world champion, professional football player, author, and financial news analyst. Whether I'm slamming Wall Street by day or wrestlers by night. Energy Plus gives me the edge. Buy two cases, get one free at nutritionmarket.com. Seek out the commercial if you can, because they never got the rights for WWE JBL footage. So instead, it's JBL fighting some masked jobbers in front of a green screen. It looks beautifully awkward. And it'll make you smile on this Monday morning, if nothing else. Hey, that'll do it for your Cultaholic Daily Wrestling News. Thank you for checking us out today. Uh, On the YouTube channel right now, a brand spanking new episode of Straight to Hell as Ross Tweddle takes Jack the Jobber and asks him what things in the wrestling world does he want to see go straight to hell. Some surprising answers in there from Jack. And you'll see them on the Cultaholic YouTube channel right about now. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Podcasts from.